Welcome back to the Travcess Podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron. We are healthcare travelers and the creators of Travcess. Travcess provides on-the-clock, off-the-clock resources for healthcare travelers. On-the-clock being our amazing course, Traveler School. And this podcast, Off the Clock, being Travcess Adventures, which we are currently in Bali, awaiting the start of our 2023 Bali trip, which we're so excited about. Um, and this week we have an awesome topic that we're going to jump right into right now. All right, welcome from our hotel room in beautiful Bali, Chenggu Bali, which has become my new favorite city. Eh, Ubud is still good, but I don't know. I was missing Chenggu. I, uh, it's like Bali, there's so many parts of Bali, right? And they're all so different. So I feel like to know Bali, you have to experience all the different parts of her. Mm-hmm. Um, because Chenggu's like very, like it's a surfer town. It's on the beach. It's very... Um, a lot of digital nomads live here. So there's tons of like great restaurants and cafes and it doesn't, it's very modern. It's very developed. It's very busy, yeah. but it's also really cool because you have like everything you need. And so you kind of feel like you have all these luxuries of like being home and everything's like super cool. And like you live in this hipster neighborhood, but then you're in Bali, mm. um, which is interesting. So I really do like Chingu. For a period of time, but then I also love just like the quieter areas and like the um, the more calmness of other parts of Bali that feel more like you are in Bali, like traditionally, culturally surrounded by more of like the real Bali than like Chenggu is very much like a, a, a melting pot of Westerners living here that work no, totally. on their computers. Like well, it's very Western. Well, and I think that's maybe what it is this feels like my own little neighborhood yeah and so that that was the difference we went to abud because we've settled into Chenggu for a while now like i was like i was always like get me out of here i want to go to abud but now i went to abud and i was like god this feels like where the tourists come like Chenggu's like where my where the people where my hood is like where my people are right and it was just funny how i was like we got back here and i felt this sense of like ah we're back but we are in an amazing hotel with an amazing breakfast and like in the perfect location, we can Close walk in the, the morning, walk down to the beach. Like it's yeah. absolutely epic. Like yeah. if this was my apartment, I'd be, oh my God. Yeah, they're just two totally different areas. Yeah. And um, I love, I love them both in different ways. Yeah. Okay, so we're kind of piggybacking off of the episode last week Mm-hmm. where we talked about our hypnotherapy sessions and, and kind of what came out of that. and Anything you wanted to say on that before we get started? or No. No? No, I think it's just going into this whole part of, um, you know, speaking more about like opening up our minds and, and connecting and tapping into different parts of our consciousness and awareness and all of that. And, and so we wanted to share our experience that we had with magic mushrooms, mm-hmm. uh, which was just a very recent experience that we had. And it was an incredible, incredible, incredible experience. It was, well, we'll get into it, but um, we thought we would just share it here. And again, like this is, 
we're not promoting anything or saying people should do anything. It's just no. this podcast is where we are sharing our own experiences and our own life from our perspective and our opinion. And if it's something that interests you or gets your mind going, great. Um, but take what you want, leave what you don't. This, mm. you know, we're not pushing drugs over here. We're just like, this <laughs> is I our mean, experience. Are we really calling life. magic mushrooms drugs? Let's you know be what honest. I, mean. I know, Jesus. I know, but I just wanted to put that yeah. out there. I agree. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. So let's go back to kind of the origin of how we got here. Mm -hmm. So we've been really interested in wanting to explore plant medicine for a number of years. Mm -hmm. And we thought about doing ayahuasca in, you know, Peru or Costa Rica. I even thought about doing it in New York. Well, yeah. (laughs) Our friend is a therapist in New York and then he leads... Men's ayahuasca sessions. Yeah, so you thought about doing it there, and um, we we looked at it from the perspective of like when we were first even thinking about this kind of stuff. And I think I think he I won't say his name, but our our let's call him Teddy. <laughs> he was the one who kind of opened us up to this whole different idea and um, tool, therapeutic tool mm-hmm. of something that seemed so like what. Because he used it with his, he's a therapist, and he uses the that as a way to heal traumas and to go to a deeper place to let go and to heal things, right? And so I always looked at plant medicines and these different sort of experiences as a, as a healing opportunity, then it's not recreational. I was never interested in anything for like this recreational use. It was more about how can I use this to let go of things to heal to have kind of this awakened energy and next level energy for creativity for um just letting go of things that i deeply want to let go of that don't serve me so i always kind of looked at it from that perspective and he piqued that interest in saying oh i do this with my clients is that something you'd be interested in and we're like wait what is that that sounds interesting well i think for my part too i didn't you know kim said she always would want to use it as a therapeutic i didn't know that it could be used therapeutically. I thought it was always just druggies that liked to go, you know, try the next thing just to get high. Ayahuasca? Just in general. I didn't even know ayahuasca was a thing, like, until you brought it to my attention. He did first. Well, he did. And then we kind of talked about it. Yeah. And so, but then it still was like, wait, what? Like, I I don't understand. You know, my brain just didn't understand it. And I always thought, like, things like mushrooms and all different plant medicines were just people use it to get really high. Like, you know, and I was like, that's what I related it to. And I didn't know any different. And I think once you uncover this world and you realize the the benefits therapeutically that it can have for creativity, like you said, or traumas or the, the, the breakthroughs that it's happening with, with soldiers and PTSD and like all this kind of stuff, it's been super interesting to follow along with and mm-hmm. the benefits of it and where the turns were taken. So anyway, that's where I came from. So then I was like, wow, okay, cool. This can be used as not some druggy, like, let's just get high, man. Yeah, yeah. I never thought ayahuasca in that way because it's like a an ancient healing. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, with like shaman and like, but as I was learning more about it, then I was like talking to my mom about it and just like I became very interested in it. I do think it became more of something I was interested in and then we would share in it Mm -hmm. together, but I think I was kind of more like, searching that if, if I would have 
Like, I would have put in the time to, like, find a shaman to go do this retreat in Costa Rica, and you totally would have been down for it and been like, let's do it. But I don't think you were the one running the charge of, like, oh, no. I want to research a retreat. No. You were just kind of open and along for the yeah. ride, but it wasn't something you were, like, actively pursuing. Where I was really interested, I was listening to podcasts, and I was just wanting to learn more about all of that stuff because it was something I didn't know about and I was like intrigued by how it could help us. Totally. So the it kind of got started there and then we went to Peru the for the first time to last year. Last year. And so I was talking to like some of our guides and wanting to hear their stories and getting their contacts about and we're specifically talking about ayahuasca here. Mhm. And cuz that's very like the thing that they do in those part in that part of the world like that's the plant that they use and so i was just listening to their stories and i became more intrigued by it and then everyone says the don't you remember pat said don't jump right to that yep and and so pat was somebody who was on our trip with us and yeah he was saying like don't like jump right into that like there's different levels of it and so that that stuck with me, but then I, at the same time, I was kind of like, ah, well, you know, whatever. Like, you can have this really incredible experience, and you could do it any way that you feel called to do. And then more people were saying the plants will speak to you. Like, don't go searching for them. Don't search it out. It will come to you, and you'll know when it's the right time. And that kept coming up because, like, I would be like, okay, I really want to do this next time we're there, or let's try to find a way to like go to this retreat. And it almost felt, and it, but it never clicked. It never really worked. And it was all, and that kept coming to me of like, the plants will find you and you'll know, mm -hmm. but don't go searching for it. And so the more we kind of talked to people, the more I kept getting the idea of like, maybe this is a little extreme because like with the ayahuasca, it's like you're vomiting and cause you're purging. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you, we would do it separately so we're not worried about each other and and it, it takes two weeks to like no sugars no sex no liquor no alcohol no, no i mean it's like a huge commitment leading up to it yeah, yeah you have to like cleanse your whole mm -hmm. body we're like okay this is like a really big commitment right mm -hmm. but i felt like if there was a lot of benefits um because also you go into this experience with a leader so whether it's a shaman or a therapist but you're going in with a specific intention, right? Like you're going in to heal something or whatever your intention is, but you're you're guided through like a process. It's not like, hey, take this and like go have fun yeah, in your fun, room. Right. Like you're with a professional that's watching you, monitoring you, helping you go to the level you need to go to. So it's like a whole experience. And, um, and so anyways, I feel like that that's how that whole interest in all the plant stuff began. And then as life goes, it continues to speak to you and lead you different routes and different people that show you different ways of doing things. We kept hearing about mushrooms. Yeah, and like microdosing kept popping up everywhere. And like friends of ours would start talking to us. We'd be at lunch, we'd meet up and like they'd be like, so have you heard about microdosing? And like blah, blah, blah. And like you're just like, wait, what? Like... That's like a thing thing. Like, you can just grab it. You can do it. Like, and like it, what is it? Like, why are people doing it? Like, why do you want to do it? And like, are you high? Like, that's weird. Like, because of course, all I can relate to is weed, right? And I used to have friends that would 
take very small amounts of edibles of weed and like continue about their day. And I just felt like that's the craziest thing I've ever heard of. Number one, like you're impaired. Like, I don't care what you say. You're impaired. Like you are. And that I, I just don't enjoy, I'll continue to do gummies, edibles, because I feel like I got to find one that's going to make me feel what I'm searching for. And it never really does. Like, I end up laughing for 20 minutes and then feeling like I just want to, like, go to sleep. And so, and then I eat a lot. So, they, I don't really enjoy that, the, the edible of marijuana. I don't. So, then hearing about mushrooms, I was kind of, like, really intrigued by what people were saying. And, yeah, I think, well, there's a couple things I want to say there, but... I'd never, yeah, I didn't know what mushrooms were either. And then people were talking about microdosing before they go to work and stuff. And I'm like, wait, what? You can't do that. Like, yeah. You're going to work and you're high and you're this. And they're like, no, it's nothing like that. It's nothing. You don't feel high. You're not in an altered consciousness at all. You just feel like an elevated version of yourself and joyful and clear. And But I still didn't really get that. It was like, what are you talking about? This is, this is interesting, but also like, I don't, it's, it's weird. And I've never been into drugs. Like, I'm not a drug person. I'm a drinker. I've always been a drinker. Like, I love cocktails and partying. And um, I did coke a couple times, like, at parties when I was younger. But, none, like, that was it. Like, never anything else. Never interested. I was just like, give me a cocktail. Even with weed, like what you were talking about. Like, sometimes I, I'll, I like to do edibles if, like, to laugh or be silly or something. And it can be fun. But I, I don't necessarily always love the way I feel on those. I feel like not like myself yeah right tired paranoid drained yeah heavy and not always i mean some i like a lot of times like giggly and that kind of stuff and that's fun but well the ones we had in colorado were the best i've ever had so that was like a different story right and it always depends on the strand and this and that but then you there's always this weird kind of crash and i always i don't feel my best and i don't completely feel like myself i feel a little bit altered Mm -hmm. and i don't love that feeling Mm -hmm. and so with mushrooms, kind of going back to what you said, like I, with the ayahuasca, I always kind of felt like mushrooms were, you did those to trip and you did those to like an acid or, or some like a rolling or ecstasy, whatever. Like I always kind of put it in that category of like people did those things and, and people do, right? People do those right. things to get high and to do different, whatever. But that's how I associate with it. So when I started to learn more about these mushrooms, I was like, I don't want to trip. I've, I've never been into like wanting to trip and Altered, feel yeah. weird and hide under a bed because I'm being chased by pink elephants. Like that to me does not sound like fun at all. And I never understood why people ever wanted to have that scary kind of trippy feeling. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of like my first initial thought about the whole like mushroom scene. Like mm-hmm. that's not for me really. Because mm-hmm. I, I thought I was wrong and ignorant about what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Right? Totally. Oh, thought you were still going. Oh, I was just passing the ball back to you. Do you oh, no, no, I, I'm just, go ahead. Keep going. So then we started, like, watching um, mm-hmm. documentaries about mushrooms and and kind of the, the effects that they can have. And all, it's, like, really incredible, really, if you watch... There's the, the, what is it called? They're on Netflix. If you just type in... Fungi. Yeah. Fantastic Fungi. And how to heal your mind or how mm-hmm. to change your mind. And like the studies that they have done with Silly Simon. I don't we know. We call to... it Silly Simon. Yeah. It's Silly Simon. Silly Simon. 
and which is like a magic mushroom and how they have used it to heal anxiety depression ptsd massive amounts of like yeah and this is like research like john hopkins harvard like these are studies that were done by by academics professional scientists and they were having such incredible results but then of course um lobbyists well and and like any like that was happening before the whole like 60s uh what is it called war against drugs war against drugs with nixon where they kind of like nixed all this (laughs) these drugs and like all the things so um they they had to stop doing their research but they were having such incredible results with everything that was very clear that instead of having to take an anxiety pill every single day you could have this experience with this controlled it's not even a substance, it's plant medicine with a therapist or a shaman and be able to have instant relief very quickly, which which of course there's no money in that because it's plants and it's something you can do once and have extreme results instead of having to take medication every single day. So they're not going to be funneling money into this. Right, because there's no money to be made. So then they don't want to put any time, resources or anything into this, even though it's helpful. Exactly. Which is crazy, right? So that's, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But, but now I, more and more uh, people are being able to do research with this again. Yep. Like it's legal in Colorado. It's legal in Oregon. Um, and so more studies are coming out about it and the effects of it and how there's so many different incredible things it can do for your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so all of this is going on. And then we when we were in Oaxaca we met um, in between our Peru trips. So on our first Peru trip, we had another girl who was amazing and we she was talking about mushrooms. So we got into this conversation and we we're asking her all these questions and she's sharing all this stuff with us. And I'm like, wow, this sounds like incredible. Like I started warming up more and more to the idea because I, I was talking to more people. Oh, and yeah. instead of just kind of being like, you know, some conversations you're really into and you like want more and you're thirsty and you're asking questions because you're super interested and others you kind of are just like, cool. Yeah, not for sh- me. Yeah. Uh. I stopped just kind of being like, cool. And I became more like interested. Oh, yeah. So I anytime I heard someone talking about that, I'm like, uh. tell me more, tell me more. Mm-hmm. So she was telling us all this stuff and I'm like, dude, that sounds awesome. Like you're kind of selling me. Well, especially with our friend in New York too, who was, we yes. sat down and had lunch with, and we talked about that over an entire lunch. Like Hours. I was, we literally like, okay, we're going to set up another time to come visit a session. Cause I want like a session with you. I want to like try it first with you present. Yeah. And, and she was like, it's microdosing. Like you're not, not that you don't need deal. supervision. I like know. you're okay. I know. And I was like, okay, well like, you know, I don't know. Like I want to be as cautious as possible. I don't want to have some nasty trip or whatever. I don't know it. So then I think that led to us really researching and figuring it out a lot more. Yeah. And I think then we came across our friend in Peru I mean, it just all like well, led. Because I think we like completely like exhausted her. Like we literally like picked her brain for like hours. Like we were we were like, like naive little children. Mm-hmm. Like almost like 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 we, something we had never really like heard about. Then you have like all these questions you're asking, and mm-hmm. I she like loved sharing it. But then I think she was like totally exhausted <laughs> by the end. But she she helped kind of pique our interest even more. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then our friend in Peru, and then um, that was our friend in Peru. No, I was talking about our friend in New York. We exhausted during that lunch. Yes. 
Okay, yeah. We were yes. just like pelting her with conversation. Totally. Like, it was like question okay, after yeah. question after I was question. Confused. Got it. And then in Peru, we had that experience. And then um, we went to Oaxaca in between our trips. And we did this cooking class. And one of the, there was other people there. And this there was a girl named Spirit, mm-hmm. who I love. Like, just her name's Spirit. Like, mm-hmm. I just, reminds me of my mom. And then her husband, Tyler, who's a therapist. And I don't even know how mushrooms came up, but it ended up coming up. And they basically lead this retreat in Oregon where they they give people psilocybin. And they have they go in with some sort of intention or whatever they're trying to get out of the experience. He's a therapist. He they, he leads through the experience, and um, just this, it sounds like this incredible retreat that they have. And I'm like, wow! Like I talked to them almost the entire time. I was just so interested in how it worked and what do they do and what's the mm-hmm. process like. And it was just so cool. Well, I think we also watched in the, one of those documentaries when we came home. From Oaxaca, and we found out that actual the beginning of the psilocybin movement was created in Oaxaca, mm-hmm. which was interesting. So I was like, "Wait, was that why Spirit and her husband Tyler were there?" Like, yeah, that's interesting. That the mother of <coughs> like the mushrooms was in Oaxaca. Yeah, which is so cool. Like that's how it, it got brought to the United States, and then- and that's how it even started with the whole like uh, the drug movement of mushrooms because they were going down to research it to like have these big breakthrough moments as therapists and then they started talking about it and then like all the big name like uh celebrities started going down to Oaxaca and having trips on it and then it turned into this whole thing which was very interesting that it was never it was always there and it was being studied by scientists to help with stress and anxiety and and PTSD death and PTSD and trauma, trauma yeah. and addiction. like addiction and of course that's how it all they got wind of it like ooh we can get this and blah 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 and then the whole sixties movement with the mushrooms and it gave it like a bad rap bad right? rap yep um, which yeah which was really interesting and then um, one of well not one of my one of my friends um, I listened to the Skinny Confidential which is like one of my favorite podcasts with Lauren and Michael listen to it they're amazing but. She did this whole episode too about they well they both did about mushrooms um, and their experience with it. But then she had really bad uh, postpartum depression and anxiety, and then she did uh, this whole what oh, this whole mushroom thing or experience and completely healed like her anxiety and depression. Which I mean I've never experienced that before, but I. I I've listened to a lot of people who have, and it sounds like it's absolutely debilitating. Like I can't even imagine. And so just to be like freed of that after a session, like is mind blowing. So listening to her story about that, who's somebody I really respect and, um, like always listen to what she has to share and to say whatever. So, so all like, again, it's just funny. Like when you kind of open up, what is the whole, like, uh, Pandora's the box. Saying, not the Pandora's box, but they say, that when you kind of, like, if, if I was like, oh, I want a black BMW, you see them everywhere. Oh, yeah. The reticular activating system. Yeah. It's it's like once we kind of heard about the mushrooms and then we started to kind of be more open, it's like everybody's talking about them. Everybody's doing them. They're everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And, you're and like, you're just seeing them everywhere. More seeds are planted. More seeds are planted. And again, they say, like, the plants will speak to you. And I feel like 
the mushrooms spoke to us in a way yeah. that it felt very like gentle. It felt like, yes, go like, let's do this. Like you can have an incredible experience. Like tr- it was almost like, to, like, trust me. Like, mm-hmm. and so, uh, one of well, the girl that we met in Peru ended up sending us a, a nice welcome package, a very nice welcome home package, which is so cool. And one of the things was a chocolate mushroom bar infused microdosing bar yeah measured out and also some gummies for microdosing yes oh and i do want to say too like when we're talking about having like one of these silly cyben um experiences like what we saw in the documentaries with researching and even at this retreat that simon or simon uh spirit and tyler lead this is a a heavy therapeutic dose that you are monitored by a professional and you are you are having a, a trippy experience, right? You're not microdosing out in the world going to work. So we're talking about two different things. So we've never done the actual like therapeutic experience with a professional. That is something I really want to do a hundred percent, but we've never done that. So we're talking about microdosing mm-hmm. with these chocolates. Mm-hmm. So she gave us this bar where essentially you take one or two well, as we, a microdose. Yeah, we started with the gummies because we, we kind of wanted to see what would happen. And so um, Kim and I did uh, two of the gummies. And it was funny because, again, you don't really know what to expect. There's not like people telling you like, you know, with weed, I think if you've been around enough, you know, you take a gummy in an hour, you start to feel giggly and you might get hungry and paranoid and whatever, and you feel altered, right? With mushroom microdosing, people are like, you don't feel altered. You just feel happier. And I think naturally, Kim and I were just kind of like, okay, like, what's going to happen? And honestly, we didn't know what our tolerance was and so whatever. So we were just in the house and we just took two of the gummies and we were just like sitting there. But I did realize that after 45 minutes, I had told Kim, I said, I don't feel anything. I just feel like that kid that could literally skip through the neighborhood, like humming. Like, joyful, yeah. It was that joyful kind of feeling. It was very interesting. Yeah. It, yeah. And I think that's the thing is like you don't, anytime you do anything for the first time, whether it's, you know, having your first drink, like you, you don't know exactly how you're going to feel when you're drunk or with weed. Like you just don't ever know. So I was kind of cautious of like, I don't know how I'm going to feel. And I definitely don't want to feel trippy. Like, so I think we kept, we did it slow and yeah, it was just like, there was, I felt completely normal, but just like had a smile. Well, and I think that's what everybody kept telling us too. And I don't know if we wanted to believe them or we weren't sure, but like I kept telling you, I think we keep playing into this. Like we're going to be altered and we're expecting to be altered. And if we're not altered, then you and I can't rationally realize like why we would take something to feel normal. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that was our the biggest discussion that we had had when we did the little gummies because we didn't feel anything. And I think you and I, if we're going to have cocktails, I'm not going to have just one sip of a cocktail. Like, if I'm going to do it, like, I want to feel a little buzzy. I want to like, buzz, yeah. I want to feel a little buzz. I want it to be worth I'm, If I'm going to take it edible, I'm going to do a milligram dose that I feel like I'm going to get an effect of it. So then it was like, okay, with a microdose of mushrooms, well, then I want to feel something. And so I think you and I were waiting for that to happen, but realizing that that's not really what it does. Yeah. And that was the other thing too, is I, 
was listening to a podcast. I and I forget who. It was Lauren and Michael, but they were interviewing someone and they were talking about this is a big entrepreneur and they were talking about how all like big big time, you know, CEOs or entrepreneurs whatever, if they're feeling kind of in a stuck place or they're trying to get a solution to mm. something or answer a question or be creative and brainstorm that they do mushrooms and it opens up the creativity and awareness, like this heightened state of awareness that again, you don't normally tap into easily in like your subconscious mind. And so it kind of unlocks all these ideas and creativity and it like puts the pieces together and like it's like a puzzle and everything just clicks in and makes sense and like so like so many people like that is that is their brainstorming session when it comes to like making business ideas or um solutions or whatever and then um, they said that's what they called oh uh steve job says if you don't un if you don't understand acid you don't understand apple Mm -hmm. because they created that on acid, which essentially is kind of that same thing, M I MDMA. Yeah. MDMA, yeah. And so, like, that's what I was saying. It's, like, funny because everybody always says, like, how did Steve Jobs think of this? Well, he wasn't thinking on a normal level. He was thinking with, like, more part of his brain than we normally think because that MDMA and psilocybin unlocked those portions of the brain, which were, like, whoa, like, that's, an, like... That's really cool. And they and they say that it and again this is I think more of a you know a higher dose when you see people having these like cathartic experiences and stuff like it it unlocks all these connections in your brain that are closed off and they're not connecting, they're not syncing up. And then the 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 mushrooms illuminate your brain. And like light up those connections so everything is like intermingling and making sense, which is why you can, why you're in this like higher state of consciousness because those parts of your brain are normally like turned off mm -hmm. or turned down. Mm -hmm. And this like turns everything on. So you're just like in this heightened state. And so you're able to have these like incredible breakthrough moments and things that you normally wouldn't have access to because your brain isn't, the signals aren't there totally. normally, right? Totally. So I think a part of us was kind of looking for that too. Like right. I was like, I want to like, I want everything to connect. Like I was almost like expecting this where you and I were being like, we are so creative and thoughts were just flying all over the place. And we're like in our apartment, in our house with like our whiteboard. And we're like, whoa, you know, the like, music is yeah. blending with our thoughts. Yeah. And, like, yeah, and yeah. we have like, you know, like aprons on with like paint everywhere. We're just, you know, like. That, wow. that was kind of my vision that we are just going to be so creative. Why aprons? Because like, you know, when you paint, you wear an apron. Oh. Have you ever, like, you know, they yeah. always have like paint everywhere and they've got yeah, paint yeah, under yeah, their yeah. eyes and like a white shirt and like yeah. a parade. And like, you know, they've like in a creative session. Yeah. Like that's kind of what I envisioned us. Okay. And so I think we went into it almost kind of wanting, expecting that, but like that's not what happened got for it. us. Yeah. Are you talking about the gummies? Yeah, or the... yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the gummies were a very small microdose. Yes, yes, okay. And so then we find out that the chocolate. So now we're like, yo. We, we want more. We just popped two of the gummies each. And she's like, okay, cool. That's what I do on a normal basis. Like, But if you want a higher dose, now that I know you can handle it, take one like breaking off piece. Like they're measured, right, on the chocolate bar. Take a piece each. And if you don't feel anything, then take more, right? 
until you know what you can handle. And so we were like, cool. So there were, what, six pieces to this chocolate bar? Or nine? Something like, yeah. It was like nine like a pieces. Like normal-sized chocolate bar. Yeah, like a Hershey's bar, but like yeah. measured off into little sections. Yeah. Right? And so um, we set it up to where we're like, okay, we've got a lot of our work done. We feel good. Let's just have like a creative day. Let's wake up in the morning. Let's do our own thing. Let's listen to a podcast. Let's feel good. And so this was like, I did my nicotine session with Helen on Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday, we had a work day. And then Thursday, we're like, okay, let's just take off. And so we did. And And it started off by, we took a little tiny bit of what she said, like a piece each. And then we waited 45 minutes in the house just to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. So we had a Silly Sybin playlist on Spotify, kind of like letting it work and just seeing what happened. And so I think after 45, I told Kim, I was like, I'm not really feeling it, anything, period. Now, again, Kim and I were going into it with a heightened dose of what you would say is a microdose, like... This wasn't what they normally suggest for microdosing. This was, we were taking an elevated amount. Oh yeah, we weren't trying to microdose. We wanted to have a. We didn't want to have a, like a, a trippy. trippy experience, which wouldn't have happened anyways because we didn't have enough. But we wanted to have a a, a a bigger experience than just the microdose because we wanted to like kind of feel like we said that that connection to the creativity and like kind of. We were trying to also make some decisions. So we're like, oh, mm. like this is going to help us tap into our awareness to like answer these questions. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh. So like we wanted more. And so, um, I mean, long story short, we ended up taking the entire bar. We split it. Yeah. Half and so half. We each took half. We decided like, let's just go all in. We kind of played with it a little bit. And then we were like feeling really good. And we're like, let's go all in. And so... Um, I was like, I'm going to go, I want to go for a walk. Cause like when you walk, it kind of like, uh, gets things going. Well, I can say too, that's the one first thing I noticed was like, I didn't want to sit. It became like, I need to move. Yeah. Like I need to move. So I wanted to just go on a walk like by myself. So we were listening to this playlist, which is like really interesting and like kind of put you in this like zone and then, um, which is interesting because I thought too, like, I know mushrooms are a big thing at like festivals and music concerts and stuff. Like people will do like mushrooms and like go listen to music. And I was like, that's kind of weird. But now I get it. Like, because the music is like heightened and it mm-hmm. like taps into like visuals in your mind. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, in, it's really weird. But so it's like, I want to go for a walk by myself. And then Aaron was going to meet me down at the river mm-hmm. and then we we're going to go from there. Right. But I wanted to get out. You were going to stay home, listen to some music, do your thing. And then we were going to meet up. So I walked down to the river. And honestly, like, the only way I can explain it is, like, this. it was such a heightened state of awareness of um, being so present in the, in, the, in the moment. Like, I think we always hear that of being present in the moment. And it's, like, that's so hard to do because most of the time we're thinking about all the other things that – we're not aware of the moment that we're in. And especially me, even like when I'm walking, like Aaron will see, like, he's like, Hey, like, did you see you? So like this happened? I'm like, no, like I, I'm like not aware of anything. Mm-hmm. Like when we're out and about in public, whatever. So I'm like walking and I'm just so aware of everything around me. And like in this deep, 
like gratitude and appreciation for like the beauty around me. And then there was like these dragonflies. Like I've never seen a dragonfly, I swear, like in my life. <laughs> or I've never been like aware of one. Right. And it was like literally looking at me in the eyes and like circling me and like more came. And it was just, everything was like, whoa, like this is so cool. Like I just, not in like a high way, but a very like no, appreciative yeah. way of like, I feel present. I am not thinking about the things I should do or want to do or the next step. I am just like looking around my surroundings and taking those in. And I had never, ever, ever felt that way before. I was literally had a smile from ear to ear like the whole time. And it was just like you said, like the flowers, like the colors. Like I noticed, I, I noticed that one beautiful house on the corner and how it's completely empty. And like I've walked by it so many times. I'm like, wow, what a beautiful house that's just empty. And it was like, I noticed that from the street, right? Which it wasn't like I was like Snoop, you know what I'm saying? It was like, like you said, so present, like mm -hmm. the trees blowing and the different flowers and the wind and the birds and the, it was just so present, but I wasn't high. I no. was literally like, hey, like I could recite like everything I need to. I could, I could do my normal day. It was insane. Yeah. Like I was literally, and then like Kim and I were walking and we met up and we're like, okay, like, wow, this is really cool. I'm feeling really good. These three things came up, which like things started coming up within our lives. And like we were talking and I think like one thing I noticed was, remember the current of the water was like walking with us. So cool. And then I was like, okay, am I just tripping out a little bit? And then we turned around and walked the opposite direction and it wasn't. Well. So it was like, it wasn't like I was like, the water's changing direction. Right. But like, even, I think it was like the next day or something, I went down to the river and I saw the current going how we saw it but it was interesting because we were just so aware of it in that moment and i had never noticed but it's like that all the time right mm -hmm. it's going in and it's going out but like we've never noticed that and we mm -hmm. did we're like wow this is so incredible you know it's mm -hmm. like you know it's, it's you're one with nature yeah. yeah you were one with nature which again I, I totally can understand the whole like hippie movement and people like hippies they love trees and they're ah, like that whole stereotypical thing we think of when we think of hippies but like I know during that time the mushrooms were a, a thing that people were doing a lot of and I can get that now because you're so connected to nature. Well, and that's what, even when you watch the documentaries, you even realize that mushrooms are the connective world. They're like our brains, right? But in nature. And so they're connected to everything. They're how trees talk. They're how, like, oh they're God. always around. Like, life and death. It's the whole thing. Like, mushrooms have been around forever. Like, it is the connection of Mother Earth, right? And, like what we are technically all kind of created in a way, right? We all like go through that cycle. Mushrooms have that. They're the information. So you're connected, right? Even they're when intelligent. you- Mushrooms are so intelligent. You'd have to watch the documentary to like, I can't really explain yeah, it. Yeah, just like, watch a documentary. It's just insane to me how it's like, I never knew that they were the brain waves and the synapses underneath the earth connecting everything together, which then I'm like, whoa, like that makes total sense, right? Yeah. Because when, then when you take them, you feel very connected to the earth. The earth. <laughs> like, um, it's and insane. like a deep appreciation. Totally, and totally. like everything becomes more clear. Not in a trippy way though more clear and more focused and yeah like you're not again you're not high you're not trippy you don't feel weird like even when because a lot of times you know we'll want to do a brainstorming session like we love having these creative sessions if we're going to like plan a trip or plan our year or come up with some goals or what are we doing like we love to like have some tequila and then we like get into it 
and it sounds great in theory and it's usually fun, but like after a certain amount of tequila, you do start to feel differently, right? And it's like, you're, you're altered. And so it's like, oh, we're not really that focused on this. Now let's like listen to music and dance or like, you know, it's like you kind of lose focus. Like you feel really sharp in like the first hour or so you're like excited and in it, but then it always drops. Like anytime I drink is like that. Like you're in it and you're, you're having fun and it's like this zone. But then as you continue to go, you slowly alter for the rest of the time. This you feel very sharp, very clear, very aware, very open the entire time. There's no like, oh, I'm starting to feel weird. It's like you're just on it. Like I felt so sharp and so clear. And so we met up and we're like, let's go for a walk like together. <laughs> and Aaron's like, we, they, they put this new bridge that connects Riverside to San Marco that goes over the river. And so Aaron's like, let's walk over there. Actually, let me, we walked down the river I realized like, dude, I want to keep going. Like I literally could keep going. And so Kim hadn't had lunch yet. And so I was like, you like, this is going to sound crazy, but like go home, grab something to eat, pack a, a backpack and like, let's go for a walk. And so it became the joke because the backpack I had would like, was basically an overnight bag. Like she was like, how long do you think we we're going to walk? And I literally felt at that point, like Forrest Gump, like, Literally, like, I'll go home now. I'm like, you have like a map, a compass, like a like, tent. No, I didn't. Like, you know, I had like a, like a long sleeve shirt snacks. and like a chain, like a, a towel in case I got sweaty and I could wipe off. And I'm like, like, where are we going? You yeah, know, like, a lot of water. This is intense. So it's like Florida 90s. And at first I was kind of like, or 90 degrees. And I'm like, no, I don't really want to like walk. And then. I was like, yeah, okay, cool, like, let's go, whatever. And so we end up going. Long story short, we walked for seven miles, almost eight miles. Almost eight. Eight miles all over Riverside, all over San Marco. I mean, again, it's 100 degrees, and we're both super sensitive to the heat now. And, like, or not me forever, Aaron kind of more now. And we, I never once felt hot. Never, ever once was I like, I'm hot. Like, we were just in the zone. And so they say the mushrooms will lead the way, right? So you can go in with an intention and, and this and that. But, like, they will direct you where you need to go. And it may take you down a different path than what you originally thought. Because, like, we wanted to go into it, like, really focusing on next year and, like, business stuff and, and making some specific decisions about things. And it completely led us a di different direction, and it was like the deepest, most connective talks that we've had ever, I think, where like everything was so clear. It was like things were coming up about our relationship and like it was just very clear and very connected. It was like these aha moments of like brought everything together. And then we talked about just so many different things that just felt like very, very this heightened sense of awareness and understanding and belief and knowing what you want and what you need. I don't know. It was just like we talked for hours and hours and hours and hours and walked seven miles. Yeah. And it was the most incredible. Not day once of my did life. I feel tired. I mean, we literally wa we walked and walked and walked, and then finally we were just like, okay. I think it's time to go eat something and so we walked to a restaurant went up on the rooftop and sat there and like had like some small bites and then went home like yeah. it was literally a magical day but i think like you said like the conversations weren't 
anywhere near where I thought they were going to go, but they were like eye opening. And it wasn't those conversations where you have when you've had some tequila and you're like, let's move to New York and like live our dream life. Like it was literally the next day I was like, okay, like how do we capitalize on that? Like, that was awesome. Like I feel that way. I feel like it was great. We shared it. Like now we just got to figure it out. Right. Yeah. And, and I think it was a lot of like foundational stuff too. Yeah. And there was a lot of stuff about us and like our relationship in there. Getting which, back to the fun. Yeah. Which wasn't even something that was like, no. you know, and yeah. And I think that was such a huge thing too. And it's something that we are in a conversation of and working through all the time because, you know, wanting to like when we first got together and we just like laughed and had so much fun and just talked and talked and talked and talked and like that was like the foundation of our whole like relationship and like why we fell in love with each other like being silly and being silly and like that those things can tend to get lost when you're working together and like you're focused and you're this and it was like it was like the magic mushrooms like just showed us like the magic is in the fun the magic is in the the, the connection, the silliness, the joy, like it was very clear of like, come back to your joy, come back to your fun, like come back, come back. And it was like so clear to well, both of us. And then how funny is it that it was, we were talking about being silly and then the silly Sybin, silly, mm-hmm. and then the fun, the fun guy, magic, the magic's in the fun. And we were just like, yeah. oh my God, like yeah. that's insane. But it was, it was a way that we related to what we were saying, but we just thought it was so connected. It was almost like that was their message for us that I don't think anybody else would have gotten, right? Like we call it Silly Simon and it was like, find the silly. And then it was like, oh, the Silly Simon, like no way. And then the magic mushrooms and the fun guy and the fun and the magic's in the fun. And like, it was just our message to be heard. And it was like really cool. And we just elaborated on that and really dove deep into like how we can do that. And there was that moment, like I said, like that you were, you saw something in the mirror and you did this oh. like thing and like you just started dying laughing and then I started like dying laughing and then I was like wow like I don't know when the last time we've done this like everything's either like serious or, like we got to go like we're, we're on the schedule we got to do this we got to do that or like let's go let's go let's go and like I was like man when's the last time you ever just been silly and like laughing and it really connected me to you that quickly like it was like wow like this was us when we first got together, like we used to just laugh and be nuts at like silly, crazy things that don't even make sense to most people. Yeah. But I love that about us. And we kind of lost that. Yeah. And that was the message that we needed because that's also the foundation of everything, right? We're building this beautiful life together and, you know, this business and all the things that we're so passionate about. But like the base is like, that coming back to that fun and that joy because that is what everything is rooted in, right? Mm-hmm. And everything comes through that and out, all the creative ideas that we have. And like, but that's the most important thing is to always come back to that. And like, that was such a powerful message that like we, we've talked about and we know, but it was like, we, I felt like we felt that and there was like a click there of just kind of this like click it in and moving forward, that will be the way, you know? No, totally. And I think I want to say too, like the one thing that I realized was like you and I are literally, we live in the most amazing life. Like we go and we lead these travel trips in some of the coolest locations, bucket list destinations in the world, surrounded by some of the coolest people. But it's funny how just your mindset 
can change that because when we step off the plane, it's work. It is literally like, how do we make the best experience for other these other people that are coming on these trips? And we can tend to lose ourselves. And I think that's where it's like, people from the outside are like, what are you talking about? Like, you guys fly all over the world. Like, you travel all the time. You lead these amazing trips. Like, what a cool-ass lifestyle you guys live. And you do it together. And I think the mushrooms really showed. It was like, yeah, but we got to be so focused on still having fun with ourselves. Like, why we're here in Bali, still enjoying ourselves. Because, again, since we've gotten off the plane, it's been, like, arranging all of these things and making sure. And it's like, yeah, we've had some fun moments that you and I connect to. But I think, like, we've set it up to where, like, tomorrow... We're just literally going to chill and just enjoy ourselves like we're on vacation in Bali because that's the fun of it. Yeah, 100%. And it's important. And yes, of course. Like, again, I love I love our life and I'm grateful and we, we do so many amazing things and we have so much fun and together. I mean, we mm. do. Like, and we get to do a lot of cool shit. Like, so it's no way like painting a picture of, you know, like at all. But I think for us, it is that reminder that we can get lost in the work of things because we do love it so much and that we have to come back to the the fun for ourselves. And, and, and for me, like, you know, in the last episode, I kind of talked about the hypnotherapy session of my control and anxiety. And that's another thing that we talked about is like, you know, even in moments where we're just connecting and we're like laughing and like, let's go have a dinner and just talk. There's always this level of a low, a low level anxiety of still thinking I should be doing this or I should be doing this or it's like, those are the things of just like letting all of that go and just wanting to be present and wanting to have fun and wanting to be in that like where you're just like laughing and being silly and you can talk for hours and just for ourselves, you know, mm -hmm. does that make sense? No, what I'm saying? it makes like, total I don't sense. Don't, and I mean, again, it's like, it's hard to explain, but it's like just... Yes, we have fun in our lives. Yes, we do a lot of cool things, but the intentionality has to be made. If you're not intentional with your decisions, then it just it flies by. And it's like, yes, we are on the outside doing fun things, but on the inside, are we really feeling that deep connection that we have to each other, that fun, that silliness, that without strings attached, right? There's always like, okay, let's go have dinner tonight because we need to have fun. Like instead of it just being like this natural kind of thing that it used to be. And we have to be more intentional with that. And like you said, you can't even go into that dinner being like, well, we should be doing a podcast. We should be releasing the podcast. I should be editing it. Aaron should be doing this. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like you start doing that, you're losing out on what it is that we're there to do. And I think that was my realization was like you and I need to learn to let all that excess shit go, be present in the moment, and get back to silly and have fun. Yeah. Just in those moments, right? Yeah. Like, have more moments like that. Yeah, just woven throughout life yes. in a day. Like, yes. yes, 100%. And, yeah, that was a beautiful message amongst a lot of other things that came up. But, like, through the mushrooms, and I just... It was such a cool experience that, honestly, again, I have never felt so good in my life i have never felt so at ease so calm calm but aware calm but like energized right it wasn't like this lethargic feeling it was like i was like relaxed but so energized and so alert and so awake and it was just i've never ever felt in my life at such ease with myself i where there was no anxiety no sense of anywhere else i needed to be but walking around jacksonville with you fully present in every word that you said laughing 
laughing. I also felt very like patient. That's another thing like with my, you know, uh, anxiousness, I can tend to like be snappy with, with like impatience. And I, I just like, I felt like I could just listen to you with ease and like I was patient and then like I would talk, like it would just felt like this beautiful, natural, flowy state. And I, oh my God, I want to get back there. So that became the whole conversation we had. We're like, oh my gosh, I want to feel that way again. And like, that was incredible. But then you're like, oh, are you like relying on some sort of, even though it's not a drug, it's a plant, but to feel a certain way? Well, what the fuck is that, right? Right. Like you can't feel like that on a normal, normal level? Right. So it is this kind of, because people do microdosing almost, they, most people do Daily. it every day to feel good. So I ha- kind of have a different thought system and I have to work this out and like, I'm still developing how I feel about it, right? So I don't know what like my opinion is, I guess. Because the thought of taking something every day to feel a certain way is kind of mm-hmm. like goes against my... Is it coffee, your greens, your AG1s, your lemon waters, your... Like, why do you do that? Because you feel better. That's true. And I guess I do mushrooms every day. Like, I do ashwanga and, and chaga. Lion's mane. And yeah, like, I love... Mushrooms have so many benefits. I think this one, I guess, is more for the mind. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I didn't think about it like that, but... Um, I don't know, but still like you're kind of taking something to like, but in, in a normal microdosing sense, like you're very much clear and alert and you can like go about normal business. But that is something that I truly, truly enjoyed that experience. Dude, I was, I want, I want more. Oh, this will be the last thing I say. And then you can finish it off. But, um, I've had lasting effects from that so I don't think it was just like kind of this one and done thing like before we did it I had we each individually kind of had our own you know prayer meditation intention setting kind of what do we want to get out of this or what do we want to feel what is our like we went into it with an intention and like the mushrooms did lead us down a different path but it was still this beautiful joining and like I feel like I got a lot from that and what I needed but we went into it very intentional. It wasn't just like, let's eat this bar and see what fucking happens. Mm-hmm. Like we went into it very clear about, you know, wanting to have this experience. And safely. Yeah. And so I do have lasting effects from that. So I don't think it was just like, oh, that one day. There were things that were clicking in that I feel like rearranged some things like in my being that... I, I don't feel obviously as in that state of relaxed, peaceful energy as much as I did that day, of course. Like that was a different level, but I, I have felt a trickle down effect from that experience that I, I do feel less, and I did the hypnotherapy session too, so I think it's a combination, but I feel less anxious, I feel less controlling, I feel more relaxed and calm within myself. I would concur that. From that, from those ex- combined experiences, I have seen a hundred. Not I would not a hundred percent, but mm-hmm. I have seen a, a big shift. Sixty percent. Yeah, I was going to say sixty. Sixty mm-hmm. percent shift. Totally. You know, I think that's what I was getting at, and you actually elaborate on that so beautifully. It was just the fact that I was saying it wasn't like drinking, where you're just like, let's move to New York and blah blah blah, and we try to figure it out. Late, you know, it was like after there was still like the things that we came up with were lasting. It was just a matter of like, and you said it also, like, why do we need those to feel like that? Why can't we get there on a normal? But then again, that's why they're there. Like, 
That's why people take vitamins. That's why people take uh, the Joe Rogan alpha brain that everybody's talking about. It's all over the place. Like, why do they take that? Because they feel in peak performance. And I literally felt in peak performance. Like, I was like, my brain was shooting on all cylinders. I was clear. I was like, almost felt like how they see in like those movies, right? Where everything like the matrix, where everything like slows down. And I think I had total control and it was like insane. It was so clear and happy and vibrant and connective and present. And I I literally, Kim and I were like, if there wasn't the 15 million reasons to move to Colorado that we want to move Mm. to, here's 15 million in one. Um, And probably that's like, takes it up to 16 million because there's so many things in between that. I will say if anybody listening to this... Well, because they're legal there. Correct. And I mean, we wanted to move to Colorado anyway. That was like our... Before we even did mushrooms, we were like wanting to move there. And that was just kind of like, wow. Like, okay, they're legal there. That's amazing. So we can get the little chocolate bars and do our thing and have creative sessions. And like, who knows, right? And go for hikes. Oh my God. Like, that would be so awesome. I can't even imagine being in nature. Oh my God. Like, Colorado no, nature? No, I wouldn't. Like, not walking on the side of a highway on a bridge? Yeah, which that was cool, though. It was cool. We had but, a lot of stuff come up and on we that walked highway. On, along the water, which was really nice, yeah. that waterway, until you had to pee. Um, oh, honking. I was like, what kind of bug is that? But. Um, we, uh, I will say, you know, it's we're, we're totally on board. It's one of those things that. I was kind of became a little obsessed with where I was like, man, like, how do we start making our own? Like, how does this work? Like, this is insane. But, you know, if anybody's out there and has some and wants to send us a couple of their <laughs> samples, we're down to try it. Um, and once we go to Colorado, we'll be completely on board. Um, I'm just, I'm a big fan. I, I'm so much of a fan that I said I'm getting a tattoo of mushrooms. I, I wanted one too, but mine, Aaron said mine was, my vision ended up being the, the guy from Nintendo, I guess. Toad. Toad. Because I was like, I want this happy mushroom with like a little cap on and he's like smiling and looking up and Aaron's like, bro, that's like Toad. Yeah. You can't get Toad, like toad. because everybody would see that and, and think you're a big Nintendo fan, like, which it's I not like for that. I Nintendo. I know. But yes, not the same thing. Right. Um, I think again, just experience uh we just like to share our experiences and um if you have any questions you can feel free to ask us again we're not experts at all oh, we've, God, no. we've never done the the big boy or not the big boy with like the the therapeutic dose and i and i really want to i will um, do that and in, i'd like to share about with it spirit and with tyler spirit and tyler i'd love to do that and yeah i just think I don't know, man. It is something that I will say changed my life. And I also love that there's no side effects. Like, it just wears off and you're normal. You go to bed. Like, you're not binge eating. Like, when I smoke like or do edibles, like, I'm, like, munchy and I want to eat. You don't have any of that. Like, you wake up the next day and you feel normal. Or did we feel sparkly the next day? Did Oh, didn't we say we felt a little sparkly? I don't know what that means. Um, fuzzy? Didn't no. we say you felt fuzzy? Did not. I felt kind of, I in a way, I don't know. I would say that I felt a little bit down of just like, man, like that felt so good. Like, I want to feel that way again. Like, that was pretty much the only side effect. I didn't feel that way. I felt excited. But I thought I, we felt a little fuzzy. No, I don't know. I didn't feel fuzzy. No, maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking. Maybe it was the else. ten milligrams of melatonin you took. Could have been. 
probably. <laughs> but yeah, there's like zero side effects, at least in our experience with it. And um, anyways, yeah, if something you're interested in, let us know. Yeah, no, and I mean, Not I think... Not let us, I think I don't, you don't No, I think know, that was exactly what you were saying is like, you know, we are in this... In this mode of, especially like you said, the whole story, the pre-story of just like, it's like they called to us. We're open to trying. I'm, I'm really into trying things now that help elevate me as a person, not put me down as a, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. does that make sense? Like I let go that of nicotine value. and yeah. like things like that. So now it's like, okay, like the magic mushroom that we, the bar, the microdosing actually elevated me as a person. Like that was awesome. Like. So what else is out there that I don't know about? Yeah. That can help. 100%. Right? Take me to another level so that when I am myself, I'm just on a higher... Yeah. And I think like, you know... Frequency. People... Yeah. It's like a different frequency, a different consciousness, a different state of awareness. And a lot of people, you know, can get there through meditation and different practices, right? Like... You know, it's like my mom, like she's somebody who's like, she can be in that state of consciousness just by being, by being in a meditation, right? Like, but most of us aren't able to get there because of the state of mind that we live in most of the time. And so it's like to be able to tap into that beautiful space in your mind that opens up so much and makes you aware and makes you like feel connected and clear and, um, joyful like that is the true essence and state of who we are it just gets lost and it gets covered in all the other bullshit that we have going on in our life so to have something that allows you to access that state of being within you that's already there that you can tap into is such a beautiful beautiful place Mm -hmm. and i'm really grateful for that experience so totally i think we'll end it there off to colorado we go let's go baby (laughs) all right guys we will be back next week hopefully i think we will be so until then (laughs) 